Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Mom Accountant Talk Podcast. Thank you guys for bearing with us over the last couple of months. Uh, we're back to some regularly scheduled programming, so I do appreciate your guys' time and patience. All right, so today we're going to be talking about something that is on the mental health line for business, okay? So the, t- the talk today is called The Nasty 10, 10 Ways to Disrupt Your Success. There's something to be said for some people who are failing to become successful because they're their own enemies. From time to time, we're all guilty of behaviors that hinder our own success. If you commit any of the following blunders, you will need you you technically undermining your own success. Now, understand too that of course we're all human, so there's definitely going to be some things where you're like, "Hey, I've, you know, fallen short. I've done one of these things I've, you know, I struggle with this. It doesn't mean that you can't be successful. It just means that identifying the information needs to happen and then creating a plan so that you can work yourself out of it needs to be the focus. So the first one is forget your goals and visions or not having them at all. What do you want to achieve in your, in your business in the short and long term? What do you visualize enjoying after you have achieved these goals? Is it financial security, better lifestyles, a new home or car or a holiday? Remember that you have to set specific goals and the activities you will need to undertake in order to achieve these goals. If you do not set your own specific goals down or if you forget about them during your journey towards success, then you're sabotaging your business. You're sabotaging your success. There's lots and lots of people that have opinions on ways to combat this. I, you know, I've tried the vision board. I've tried, you know, lists and goals and things like that. I honestly have broken mine to what do I want to do in a month? What do I want to do by the end of the year? What do I want to do in six months? And what do I want to do in a year? Now, instead of sitting there and creating these like absolute finite goals that have to happen this way, this time, blah, 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 I try and say, okay, I want to be this, I want to pay off this much debt. Okay, how do I do that? All right, well, I need to pay off, you know, this much a month. Okay, well, that's too realistic. That's maybe that's too high for what I've got. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to find the minimum that I can pay. And then when I have, you know, more money, then I add a little bit more on top, making that long term goal a little bit more realistic. Okay. Maybe you want to grow your client base. You want to have all of these things and you, you know, your goal is to have a hundred clients. Okay. Well then what do you need in order to do that? How many does that break down to a month? How many does that break down to a week? And what does that break down to the day? And then how much are you putting out there in order to get what you're looking for? So you can use a calendar, you can have a notepad, you can like whatever it works for you. Just find a way to make sure that you are revisiting your goals and visions. And if you don't have a list right now, sit down and make one. It is like the way that you can trick your brain into being even more motivated is if you put it in front of yourself and say, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Screw everybody else. I'm going to make this happen. I'm confident. I'm able. I got this. Okay. And this, this, that, that just right there ties into number two, which is losing confidence in yourself. You have the goals, but most importantly, you will need the confidence that you can do it. We as a generation have decided that mental health is so debilitating that we cannot find ways to handle things ourselves. 
okay? I'm just like you. I struggle for mental health issues. You know, I've had a complete, you know, mental breakdown last year because I worked myself past the point where I, like, I just, my brain just went, okay, you're going to ignore me for so long. Let's have a party and decided to like, feel like it broke in half. So I deal with panic attacks. I deal with stress. I deal with all these things. And I'm, I love doing these talks, I guess the easy way to put it is because I'm also giving myself my own medicine, right? So by sitting down and being conscious and talking to people about their budgets and dealing with people and their mental health around business and dealing with people and this, that, and the other thing, it's actually me talking to me too, because if you know me, and and I mean, some of you guys do, maybe you know me as your accountant, maybe you know me as your friend, maybe you don't know me at all, but I frequently, you know... I'm the person that's like, hey, you should do this for your mental health. And then my brain's like, oh, but we're so much more capable. Let's try 10 times that. And I fall miserably on my face over and over again. But I'm working on it every day, just like you guys. So when I put these, you know, talks together, that's that's kind of the mentality I'm trying to get across is that this is not a perfect world. Do it this way. This is 100% going to work. You got to, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're going to have all these amazing days. You're going to have low confidence days. But in order to keep moving, you have to find ways to draw out your own confidence. So I kind of said this, I think, either in the last episode about how I do mantras. So, you know, I kind of sat there for a long time and heard people talk about it. And I was like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Excuse my language, but this is bullshit. You can't just talk your way into being more confident. Turns out you can. So I ate some, some, some crow, which I don't like doing. And I don't remember to do it absolutely every day, but I sure as hell do make a point to do it. And basically what mine is, is you are bold, bright, and beautiful. That's not huge. That took me, you know, 1.2 seconds to say, right? I am bright, bold, and beautiful. I am capable. I am able. I am kick ass at my job. I am smart. I'm intelligent. I'm resourceful. I go beyond, you know, what you know, whatever the minimums, I don't even know what minimums are. I break maximums in the pursuit of my goals, in the pursuit of my dreams, in the pursuit of taking care of my family. I am doing everything I can on a daily basis to make sure that I'm successful. That is confidence. It's not perfect, but it's getting there. And and you really can trick your brain into thinking positively if you give it enough positive food right? I'm a plant. I need all the positive sunlight and wonderfulness that the universe can, you know, bestow upon me. And whether you think that's cheesy or, or truthful or whatever, for me, that's, that's the talk, right? It's, it's try and find ways to get confident in yourself. Uh, third point is lack of knowledge or you just stop learning altogether. Well, first of all, I'm a huge advocate for education in any form that it comes in, whether that be taking courses, whether that be watching webinars, whether that be, you know, listening to audiobooks, whether that be, you know, having a mentor or a coach or, you know, going to a group, a peer support group, education, 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 education. Lack of knowledge is not a thing and it shouldn't be in your world and in no way, shape, or form, should you ever sit down and say that you are not smart enough or you are incapable of learning because that's shit. 
Okay. There are so many ways to learn so many resources. Maybe you're a visual learner. Maybe you're a, you know, you listen and you learn something. Maybe you need to sit with somebody and learn hands on. There are so many types of learning out there and we have come so far as a society in identifying that there are different types of learners out there that it becomes actually much easier to find a way for you to learn. You just have to be willing to go out and do it. So in case you didn't know, you don't have to go back to college or university to learn. There are various channels through which you can learn. Often what you need to succeed personally or financially is not learned in a university degree. Search for personal and financial development training programs and equip yourself with the knowledge and tools you will need to become successful. Successful people never stop learning. In fact, they tend to do an insatiable, they tend to have an insatiable desire for knowledge. Search the internet, find the best learning programs, read books, just learn, learn, learn. Invest a little in educating yourself as this will help you achieve your goals. Again, I am such an advocate for education. There's always something to be learned and, and I hope to God I never get to the point where I'm too proud to say that I have nothing left to learn. I get to meet some amazing people on a daily basis and I am constantly intrigued and looking for ways that I can enrich myself and better myself. So that's something that on a personal note, you gotta never stop learning. The fourth one is thinking that you can become successful without any investment. This is a common reason why people fail to become successful. Everyone wants something for nothing. Well, if it is something that will, that will make you a millionaire, then you must be prepared to invest some money and effort into it. No genuine long-term businesses can thrive without initial capital outlay and constant investment, whether they are uh, on or offline businesses. There are some genuine businesses which you can start and run with minimal capital, but you still need some money to grow them. Being cheap is not recommended and it will not get you anywhere near your goals of becoming wealthy and successful. I don't care who you heard say you don't need money to start a business. That is bullshit. Okay. I am an accountant. I am an educated professional. I am telling you that I have seen thousands and thousands of different business models and types and schemes and pyramids and ladders and all these other, you know, things. There's no business that you can genuinely be successful at without investing some money. Okay. There's no successful business that you can run without investing some time. There is effort. There is capital. There is so much of you that is required, but you know, depending on how your outlook is with business, if you choose to look at that as something that is that is worth it, ultimately long-term, you will be successful. In my second year of business, I invested $40,000 in advertising. Not four, 40. And people go, holy crap, that's a lot of money. And I go, yes, but I could quantifiably, you know, figure out that that was gonna pay me over the next three to five years because I was investing in branding. I was investing in getting my story out there. I was investing in, in getting my little voice in the voice of like millions heard by enough people that I could build and form and, and run a successful accounting firm. Well, here I am five years, six years later, and I would consider my business to be successful. Is it where I want to be be all to end all? No, absolutely, which is why we're still growing and expanding and I'm learning and I'm failing and I'm succeeding and I'm crying and I'm screaming and I'm laughing every single day and why I work a lot of hours and I still don't take a proper paycheck and why things are still a little bit messy. But I'm willing to put the work in. And that is something that you really 
have to, uh, you, you have to wrap your head around. And, and I've learned, you know, from doing this for a long time, that sugarcoating it or holding your hand or babying you or telling you that it's all going to be wonderful and rainbows and sunshine sets you up for failure. So I'm not negative. I'm not pessimistic. I'm realistic. And for me, that means, you know, drawing on all the knowledge and experience of meeting with some amazing individuals that run businesses that have been successful, that have failed. I've had my own businesses that have failed. This is like the the brick and mortar, you know, in a sense, it's my safety because there are two things that are certain in life. That is death and taxes, which means that I you know, people need to file their taxes. So accounting is like a safe bet. And, and I mean, it's a bonus that I really, really, really love my job that that helps. But I have tried online businesses, I have tried four or five different MLMs, I have fallen on my face, I have invested a lot of money, I have lost money. But the investments that I made, I don't look at as failure. I, I, I genuinely look at them as stepping stones, because what I didn't know before I went into those businesses, I now know now. And I can apply that to things I do in the future or things that I'm currently doing or whatever it may be, or share those experiences with somebody else. So there is always an investment of time, money, effort, all of that stuff. You absolutely cannot be successful in a business without those three things. And I mean that in the most positive and encouraging way possible. Number five is fear of failure. There is a toxic, there is the toxic failing that keeps a lot of people away from their dreams of being successful. I like the quote which says, defeat is not the worst type of failure. Not to have tried is the true failure. If you face a temporary setback on your quest towards success, learn from it, pick yourself up and soldier on towards your dreams. Develop success from failures, discouragement and failure. They're the two surest stepping stones to success. The other quote that I love is, the master has failed more time than the students have even tried. That is like so powerful to me on another level because fear of failure is, you know, so closely tied to number four, which is that effort and that money and that, and that, and that, you know, whatever it may be that you need to put into your business to make it successful. I speak to people all the time about the two to five year business cycle, right? It's, it's two to five years for any business to develop and grow. The first two years are that trial and error, right? The first year is like a wash. You're like, holy crap, I didn't know crap. This is awesome. I failed wonderfully. Okay, year two, let's try again. Let's take the things that we learned that were bad or not so good in year one and let's fix them in year two. Awesome, cool. Statistically speaking, you're set up to probably fix 50% of them in year two, which is awesome. The next one is, you know, your three to five years. Well, some businesses don't get their kinks worked out in the first two years. So maybe the first five years are working out your kinks and learning and growing and developing and failing and, you know, regrowing and all these things. That's been my business. Five year anniversary. I was like, okay, this is awesome. I have this amazing business. I love what I do. I'm passionate. I'm, you know, whatever. I've learned a hell of a lot in year five. You know, in, in five years of running that business, I was like, okay, I learned some things, but I definitely am not where I need to be yet. So what I did mentally is I said, okay, year five, end of year five is like going from the, you know, ground at, at Everest to base camp. Okay, we've, we've taken huge strides. It has taken a lot of effort to get us to base camp. But now 
for your six going forward, your six to 10 is base camp to summit. We're not done. We're halfway there. We're maybe not even halfway there. I don't know yet, but we're not done. And do I expect that the next five years are going to be easier than the previous five? Actually, I don't. So when I'm sitting there trying to figure out and strategize and plan and and prepare for the next six, there's a part of me that takes solace in the fact that I've learned a lot of things so far. But again, just like previous points, I'm humble enough to know that there's a lot of stuff I have to learn yet. So for me, you know, fear of failure is not a thing. I mean, I just look at it and I go, like you said, you know, failure, it's one of the surest steps to success, discouragement, that beating yourself up, that having, you know, an ugly cry. Like I say, okay, I've got like an hour or two to have an ugly girl cry, you know, whine and bitch and complain and moan and poor me, the universe hates me, blah, 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 blah. And then I got to pull my big girl panties up and I got to move on. Hey, that's how it works. You know, you re-strategize, you replan, you rethink it, you redraft and you go. And that's all you can do. So for me, that's fear of failure. Like, I just hope to God that you don't let fear of failure stop you from being successful. Number six, the big one that so many people, you know, including myself, struggle from, which is procrastination. It's yet another nasty one. Taking action today is the foundational key to all success. By procrastinating, you are missing chances to be the best you can be, to make more money, and to be more successful. Get rid of all the bad habits that waste your time, break down your tasks, you know, just just focus on it one little piece at a time. Small, manageable bits. Visualizing the end result of your project. Do all that you can to fight this deadly habit that can keep you away from your goals. There's no antidote here. It's just do it. And if you don't do it, do it anyway. (laughs) If you don't feel like doing it, do it anyway. If you don't want to do it, do it anyway. That's fighting procrastination. So I hope that you guys, you know, don't suffer under procrastination. Number seven is lack of focus. You can have clearly laid out goals on the success you want to achieve, but if you do not have focus, you will soon sabotage your success. There are a lot of business opportunities that will arrive on your, do- on your door or in your inbox daily, most of which are scams, no matter how genuine and promising they sound. When you are starting your online business, you can easily become overloaded with information. Well, in some cases, the information overload can simply stop you from taking any action. The trick is to be focused. Have a list of things to do every day, every day. Do something towards building your business. We live in a world of information overload. The internet is full of funny, shiny, bright, buzzing lights and opportunities. And it's essentially, you know, what Dirty Hollywood used to be all day, every day, right? It's you can make millions. You don't have to do anything. It's amazing. Here's your quick, rich, you know, scheme. It's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to lose focus. So like it says, every single day, come up with a list you know, have a list of things. If you don't get them all off your list, don't worry. Just take solace in the fact that you're doing something towards building your business every day, but come back, refocus, re-strategize, and do it again tomorrow. Number eight is being easily discouraged. This is a huge one. Your family or friends may not believe that you will succeed. Do not let this discourage you. It is recommended that you have a good network of positive people who can support and encourage you as you work towards your success. People will always say discouraging words, discouraging things will happen around you, and it is only you who can let that get to your mind and affect you. 
I'm a big believer in you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, who are your five? Who are your five? And understand that you're the sixth to your five, right? You are one of the people that you hang out with every single day. Are you discouraging? Do you beat yourself up? Do you listen? There are always going to be people around you that are negative. And what I love, and I think is one of the most poetic, beautiful things in the world, is that their insecurities are coming out as discouragement against you. They cannot do what you're doing. They may be unhappy. It's something in their life, and they're choosing to take it out on you. You make the choice every single day whether or not you're going to let that affect you, motivate you, discourage you, piss you off, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the more you get into those big outlandish things, the easier it is to wait for it, procrastinate, wait for it, lose focus, wait for it, lose your confidence. All the things we talked about that are major issues in holding you back from being successful. So try not to be easily discouraged. You have something you're passionate about. You have something that you're going to make successful and you have to work on you every day and just keep taking steps towards building your dream business. Number nine, dislike constant change. In order to be successful, you must be constantly improving yourself, your business, and your products. If you have an online business, this is even more important since the internet is very dynamic. Staying on top of recent developments and being constantly learning new ways of running your business is where it's at. It's, you can't be stagnant. Stagnant is death you know, innovation and redevelopment and redefining who you are and what you're doing is how you breathe life into your business and keep it living every single day. I, I honest to God, like if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. And that may sound harsh and that may sound bad, but to me, that's the bread and butter of it. That is the truth of it. If you are not moving forward, you are moving backwards. There is no stagnant process in our world. Like we are not stagnant. We are changing, manipulating, and moving. And you choose whether to drive that in a successful tone or in a discouraging sense. So don't be afraid of constant change. It's one of the best things that you can do for your business. Number 10 is a lack of dedication. This, this is the vital one. If you want something badly enough, it will be yours. A lot of people fail because they do not have the necessary desire to become successful. Let that sink in for a minute. Do you really have the desire to be successful? In conclusion, I'll share with you some quotes on success. Success isn't a result of spontaneous combustion. You must set yourself on fire. This is one of my favorites. I freaking love that. I, I don't know about you, but that's awesome. Number two, what is success? I think that it is a mixture of having a flair for the thing that you are doing, knowing that it is not enough, that you have got to have hard work and a certain sense of purpose. That. That is the embodiment of, of, you know, a lot of what we've talked about earlier here. And then, you know, a successful man is one who can lay a firm foundation with the bricks others have thrown at him. You want to talk about discouragement. You want to talk about not being successful. You want to talk about the people that are negative and angry and stupid and mean against you and your business. Do you choose to build your grave or do you build the foundation for something bigger? The last one is flaming enthusiasm. 
backed up by horse sense and persistence is the quality that most frequently makes for success. You have to be informed, you have to be intelligent, you have to be learning, you have to be motivated, you have to have enthusiasm. Like I said, if I don't want to do it, do it anyway. I don't feel like it, do it anyway. You have to want what you want more than the things that are easy and simple and not rewarding long term. It is easy to sit in front of Netflix and binge watch a show. It is easy to play, you know, video games for hours on end. It is easy to eat the big tub of ice cream. It is easy to not go to the gym. It is easy to call in sick. But you get to make the choice every single day which type of person you're going to be and whether you're going to run a successful business or whether you're going to wait on the sidelines with everybody else. And the longer you do that, the more you'll realize that you become the discouraging person for somebody else's dreams. So go get it and be successful. This is obviously a longer episode today. I kind of wanted to take a minute to really focus on this one because this is the essence of what I get asked and talked to about on a daily basis. This is it. Like, this is the stuff. This is not the ultimate list, obviously, but this is some of the most important points that I think need more focus when it comes to running a successful business, you know, how to how to run yourself driven for success versus running for failure. So I really appreciate you guys taking almost half an hour with me today to sit down and talk about some stuff here. I hope that there's some value there for you guys and that when you're sitting down feeling discouraged or you're sitting there and feeling unmotivated or you're sitting there and you're lacking dedication that you can sit back, think about the things that we've talked about, look at this and really start to regroup and replan and re, you know, revive your business on a daily basis. If you want it well enough, if you want it enough, it will be yours. There's no doubt about it at all. So I'm rooting for you guys. I'm super, super blessed to meet some amazing people, like I said, every single day that are running these crazy, amazing businesses and following their dreams. It's awesome. Thank you guys for being amazing. Thank you guys for listening. Like I said, we're trying hard to stick to our once a week programming here. So Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, feedback's always appreciated. You can message us on Facebook through our email or through our website. Um, again, thank you guys for your time and we'll catch you later. Bye.